The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I was teaching last week a little bit about the idea of an Odmil Vado, and a man came up to me and he said, Rabbi, I've got a story for you about my cousin. My cousin's name is Baram Akakian. He lived in Iran, and in 1979 he needed to escape. And many people needed to try and escape, and it was literally taking your life in your own hands. So everyone came up with their own plan. Some of us uh, who have parents who grew up in Syria also have these remarkable stories. But everyone came up with another idea. This man sat at home, and he grew himself a big, bushy beard that made him look like he was one of the Ayatollahs. Okay? He got himself the traditional Muslim garb. He dressed what looked like a very religious, fundamentalist uh, 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 Muslim adherent. And he, got, he booked himself a flight from where he was to the border of Iran, where he was going to meet up with people who were going to take him from there into Pakistan. <coughs> he's praying and praying and praying that no one should notice that he's on this plane, that no one should catch him, that no one should check his papers. He gets on the plane and he sits down and the guy's praying and who comes in onto the plane, sits down right next to him, is a, one of the mullahs, the uh, imams, comes in and sits down in the seat right next to him. 14A, he's in 14B, Yani. And he's got the turban on and he's the leader and who's with him? All of his chassidim. They sit in the row in the front, the row in the middle, the row behind. And he looks at Hashem and he says to Hashem, Dachilak. I grew this beard, I'm wearing these clothes, I have to escape only because I'm a Jew. What more do you want me to go through? I get finally on the plane, and you have these guys sit all around me, if the guy asks me one question, I'm not going to know what to do. I'm not going to know what to say. His heart is beating out of his chest, he's trying to seem calm, and the imam sits down and he asks, he makes pleasant conversation, nothing invasive, he doesn't ask them their version of, do you know what this week's parasha is, okay? <laughs> he gets away with it. He's sitting there on the plane, he's praying, he's praying, he's praying, and finally the plane lands, and he thinks, Baruch Hashem, thank you. But the whole time he's wondering, why is God doing this to him, so close to the goal? As they're getting off the plane, he sees there's a long line. He looks ahead and he sees that on either side of the terminal, opposite, there are, um, there are guards. And they're going through doing a deep scan on every single person's papers. And he doesn't know what to do because his papers are going to reveal exactly who he is, how his identity doesn't match the clothing that he's wearing. And he's praying and praying and crying and crying because life is over. But as the line progresses, all of a sudden he sees all of the guards the heavily armed guards checking the papers bow their heads in respect for the imam. And the imam walks through with his students and he says, all of these are with me and this is my new friend. <laughs> and Mr. Hakakian walks through without anyone even looking at his papers. Al-Tabit Me'acharecha Don't look back. Look forward, live with faith, live with emunah. And according to the emunah that a person has, Borei Olam also gives a person the commensurate amount of miraculous assistance. Hashem should bless all of us to live in a world where God's presence is palpable, where we understand what Hashem wants from us, and when we get to see the light of His hand guiding our every step. 
enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. StoriesToInspire.org.